Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Sunday. Yes, we are. Happy Sunday. I'm so Talking about football. Yeah. Even with no yeah. football being on. Right. It's been a been a long few days, a few weeks since the season has been over mm-hmm. with and free agency uh, you know, went into effect last week and that's what we're talking about today, y'all. The moves that our team has yeah. made, that your team has made, and hopefully um, these moves were uh, are actually like some improvements. Um, you know, the jury is still out as always because the season has yet to start. And but we're gonna talk about that and and see where everybody is. And as always, you are free to give us a call and talk to us about your favorite team in the NFC you North sure can. or just your, you know, or just your favorite team, period. We're not going to be like, you know, uh, obviously we'd rather have it for uh, the NFC North. That's where we live at and that's what we cover. But we're not going to, um, you know, shut anybody down who wants to talk about any other team and any of the other conferences and what they're doing um, because this is, after all, you know, football fan rush and we are the fans. And here we get the fans of voice to speak about what they love, and that's football. And we are Dedicated. So, oh, definitely, definitely. You know, who does that? What we are. Any of you who know, any of you who have followed the show, uh, you know, who are fans of our show, know that I'm a diehard Bears fan. Cass, of course, is a diehard Vikings fan, even though she's from here. Oh. Um, But, you know, we can't be mad about that. We love who we love here. And neither one of our teams did what we expected them to do last year, Um, especially the Bears. You know, that 3-13 and still kind of um, just hauntingly sits there on the record. (laughs) But as a reminder of, you may not want to go down this road. Um, But either way, (laughs) either way, um, they've made some acquisition this year and you know, with the free agency moves and and and, and you know the the draft is still gonna happen and hopefully mm-hmm. what they've done so far it you know, will work out and definitely turn into a rather rewarding season next year. I'm not predicting the Super Bowl win at all. I'm I'm not even predicting playoffs. I'm just predicting anything better than three and thirteen. Well, let's take a look. (laughs) So let's so so tell us with your team that you're also faithful to the Chicago Bears. Let's take a look at from day one up to now and and who they've released. Of course, we all know we knew Jay Cutler wasn't coming back. Um, But who they released like Alshon, and then who they've picked up like what's their salary cap looking like? What can now that they've made free agency moves? What's going on in the draft? Like what should they go get? So tell us about your beloved Bears and the moves that I have been making. Well, after cutting Cuddy, yeah, that's how I said it. They cut Cuddy. They cut Cuddy, yeah. After they let him go, they picked up Mike Glennon. Um, I think he's from formerly from Tampa Bay. And and I I really can't say 
that I even agree with. I can with say that, but I think move. children are listening to this, and so I yeah, don't. you know, I, I was, I wasn't, um, I really, honestly thought they would have waited to the draft to pick up a quarterback, rather, and they and they picked up someone else. They picked up him, and who was the other quarterback? That was like their first had big to, move, though. Yeah, that I know the they went right for him. And I'm like, you know, and, and I mean, he's—I think he—he's on—he plays behind. Um, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, your former uh, alma mater quarterback uh, at Tampa Bay. What's his name? Oh, James. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, James. James. So you know, so he plays behind James Winston, and. To me, it's like if you're going to go get a quarterback and this guy's going to be your starter or potential backup, I think that he should have a lot more playing time than what Mike Glennon has had in the past um, couple of seasons since Jameis has been there. I mean, he's a backup dude. He really hasn't had to jump on the field and do anything. You know, like granted, his numbers aren't bad. They aren't dismal. But you're going to get somebody who's obviously a veteran and – the Bears, though, I I don't think the Bears need to go any older. They the team needs a revitalization with with the youth and that they have, and you know it may work out. I can't say that it's going to. <laughs> well, <laughs> for know, me, for me, when I looked but, at when I looked at them, um, there was no 2015 season. Um, 2013. I mean, I just look at you know his completion percentage always like up until 2016 stayed in the 50s, like um, between 57 and 59. 2014, my man threw six interceptions. 2013, he threw nine. So clearly he was in the Eli Manning school of quarterbacking. 2016, he kind of made a come up. His completion rating um, was up to 90%. He threw one touchdown and only got 75 yards. So, you know, Jameis was kind of balling a little bit. But was that enough to convince Bears fans, including yourself, that he should have gotten the amount of money that he should have gotten or be featured as a starting quarterback, been the selection as a starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears? Not to me. I, you know, I think that if you're going to go get somebody who's going to be your starter, you want someone who's done better than your previous quarterback. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's just That's true. You go get somebody who's done better than your previous quarterback. And you just read off his stats, and everybody's heard it. And anybody who's followed, you know, him while he was in Tampa Bay, if you're a Tampa Bay fan, you already know what the deal is if he comes here. It's like, right, like you know, Tampa Bay wasn't mad. They were like, oh, really? They're like, yeah, yeah, man, go ahead, oh, you know. It's like, it's okay, what might they, like, no. died. Oh, you know, they didn't put up a fight, they let him go, and he got his deal, oh. and now he's playing at the Bears. And it's like, you know, I can't really say that um, I feel like that was the best move for them at quarterback. You know, uh, Ryan Pace really hasn't shown – I mean, I can't say that – well, he's been like 50-50 for me. Not really great, but okay. With some of his skill – you know, other skilled player decisions he's been decent with, you know, with the running back uh, – current running back situation, I think that was a good move. But this quarterback thing, I don't, I don't know if he has what it takes to really, uh, you know – Go out and get a get a good quarterback in Chicago. I just don't see it. I haven't. I have. I have no clue what they do <laughs> on that one. I just don't. Um. Yeah. I. I. You. Well. There aren't the greatest options, and I don't know if the draft outside of Deshaun, which I don't think the Bears would have gotten. Um. When you look at the quarterbacks, there are some really good quarterbacks. Now there is. The secondary 
from Combine was like beasting. I was like, yo. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. Are y'all out and, doing you know, the wide and, receivers here? <laughs> and and if, if you definitely take into consideration the numbers and, and what happened at the Combine, you know, which we watched for the, those three days, um, the wide receiver numbers weren't that great. I mean, it took all day for them to get to a sub 4.24. It did. It did. Like, and, and I wasn't like, overly we finally, impressed you know, and it with was the only I think, Right. I mean, either. I, I think that a lot of, you know, even watching through the drills, you know, a lot of them were kind of shaky. A lot of, a lot of them were off as far as yeah, targeting goes. Actually, yeah. a lot of, so I, I wasn't really I wasn't really impressed with a lot of the wide receivers catching abilities and you know how they adjusted to the ball over the shoulder throws any of that. I was like, oh man, is this is really what we got to look forward to. So I get now, I, I actually see the 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 wideout pool was pretty busy in free agency. So with your squad losing Alshon and he didn't want to come to my squad, he went. Straight to the East Coast. And it's cool, Alshon. We good. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But um, what did you think about that move? And what do you think um, about the the two whiteouts that were brought in to sort of replace them? Because I think it was, what, Marcus Wheaton and Kendall Wright? Yeah. Uh, Let me see. Or, Kendall Wright okay. came in. Uh, so he's Kendall Wright has a one-year, four-million deal. He's most likely going to replace Eddie Royal as a primary slot. Um he plays here as well. And then Marcus Whedon comes in with a two-year, $11 million deal, $5 million guaranteed. He's going to play the outside or inside slot, and he'll add some speed. Now, I think along with that and the combination of Josh Bellamy, because um, uh, he has a one-year, $850,000 deal, um, you know, I think they'll be, but he'll, but Belly is mostly going to be on special teams. He's not really going to be out there as one of their wide receivers. Um, okay. Who's the other guy? So I, I think you know if they're if they're looking to put some add some speed to the team, you know, in the wide receiver pool, which is something we haven't really seen at you know in, in Chicago in a while, just someone who can flat out outrun, you know, a DB and get behind them, um, who also at the same time has great ball handling skills along with, you know, being able to run precise routes. Um, you know, if Kendall Wright and Marcus Wheaton can add that type of dimension to the Bears. And, you know, if – and this is the big if, people, with capital I, capital I, <laughs> if, Mike, if Mike Glennon, you know, can come in and actually handle – the system and you know and, and it suits them you know we, we may actually see a change i mean like i said before the jury is still out because you never really know with 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 teams and how you end up putting players in you know from my own experience you, you can go in as and one one at, at the end at the beginning of the season you can go in one way and then when the season actually starts you in a totally different position because you never know where they're going to want to put you, where they're going to want to use you. So just because they sign these people in this position, I mean, that's where they're going to end up playing because they may not be as useful there. But hopefully, you know, this that won't be the case. Um, and we'll see something totally different than what we're seeing now. Now, I know that I think that Mike Lynn is coming, and the youngest player, the oldest player, is um, was going to be a safety is Quentin Depps, who's 31. So they 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 are going more toward a youthful um, type of team. Um, but like you said, it, it really is going to come down to. Go ahead. Now there's there's 
um, I see that the Bears are working very hard to stack this secondary. I mean, they went and got some pretty nice DBs. Like a Prince well, and a Marcus. Um, Clinton. They they I mean they like, you know, it. the Tim Jennings, Tina Tillman days. Like so we were we kinda got spoiled. Yeah, we got used to yeah, that. The Nathan Vassar. No, we got used to we, you know, we, we got used yeah, to that to that the, defense that's the, the, the secondary was like crazy. And this past and I'm not you know, obviously this past season was not the best you know, um, secondary we've had here in Chicago in a long time. Um, and you do you go through those periods because everybody has different skills. But what you hope that you'd be able to pick up is like, you know, a Prince Akamara. Um, I'm a Kamara. I think that's how you say his name. Um, and Marcus Cooper, who's coming <laughs> over. Um, Quinn Depps, who's also um, – who's, you know, going to be the oldest of all the new Bears at 31. But he's also, you know, great at safety. So you're looking at the fact that they've done some really good things to kind of, like, really beef up the secondary because it needs it. You know, um, they've went and got outside linebacker Tom Compton. Um, he's going to play for the swing tackle spot. Um, who else did they pick up? Uh, uh, let me see here. Jonathan Banks. Um he signed his. He was signed last year, and they're like, hopefully he'll get in playing shape this year, and he'll, you know, get on the field. Linebacker Christian Jones was restart was resigned. Uh, he plays inside and outside, but it's his third phase ability that will d- decide where he does as far as um, you know this year goes. Um, let's see who else do we get. Outside linebacker. Yeah, they're good. I mean, as as far as filling some of those positions, yeah. Yeah, they did a good job of filling, you know. They did, you know. You know, if it's anything, you know, I give them a little bit of a. Yeah, I mean, you know, so you're looking at it from the standpoint, you know, that they did address some things. Now, I don't know much about Connor Shaw. I have to do some research on him a little bit more than what I've done so far. And, but it's still you looking at yeah Connor Charles, Mike Glennon, and you know, so far at quarterback. So it's 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 really going to still be uh, be out now. I think who graded them? Let me see. As far as grades go, um, and looking at what the Bears still need to do, as far as you know what's left on the table at this point. And what the expectations are going to be, um, you know, Mike Lynn is definitely going to be expected to come in and learn the system, do what he needs to do to make the team well. But you know, with his annual salary being fifteen million dollars, he ranks he, he ranks twenty second among all NFL stars. I feel like calling him like, Pago. yo. Do you need an assistant? Like I'm really good, you, man. <laughs> you only gonna be here for a couple of years, though. We got, we got. Right, you covered, I got you. We, you, you can have exclusive. You. you know, we got you exclusively on the show. We, you know, we got the Mike Lennon show already for you. Come on down, because this is gonna be an experience for you. We want to be there for it. <laughs> want to hear what exactly. you got to say. You know, so well, hopefully, so what do you think? Uh, what, 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 I mean, do you really think that this is a, you know, that this was a good move? You know, um, 
comparatively speaking, if you looked at, you know, even with his numbers not being great, compared to Jay Cutler, I think it's probably going to be a step in the, in the right direction that they want to go. Um, now, how how it all gels together, you know, really going to depend on what type of leader he turns out to be. You know what I mean? Because Cutler ha- hasn't been a leader in, in the aspect of how it's defined in the NFL, um, you know, whether it be on the field or in the locker room. He really hasn't exuded that that type of um, attitude or ability, if you will, to where he can get a team, get his team to really come behind him and play and put everything on the line, no matter what's going on or how bad he's playing, you know, um, that day. Now, whether or not Mike Glennon has that capability um, is really what's going to, I think, make the be the end all do all for them. Because you have to have somebody on the field that's going to take charge, that's going to say, look, man, this is what we got to do, and we're going to do it no matter what. If y'all with me, let's go. You know, and if you don't have that fire, realistically, go ahead. So realistically, um, so how competitive do you think they're going to be in the NFC North this year? Because I know that's – are they building a team for the future? Are they stacking this team to – I mean, everybody wants to – take their division title and all have dreams of going to the Super Bowl. Nobody just wants to be on a team like, yo, we here. Um, realistically, with the competition in this division and the acquisitions based on previous stats um, that the uh, free agents have had with other teams, do you think that the Bears are now back into a competitive space? Because clearly last season they – Oh, they were way out, out of it. They were I there. This year, I think they definitely are a lot more. They're going to be a lot more competitive than they were last year. I can see that. And a lot of it is going to be, as we both know, it's going to be how healthy they can stay as a team. Um, nothing, taking nothing away from, you know, last year. There's really nothing to take away from last year. <laughs> Honestly. No, but um, still. I mean, there are some things to learn from last year. Obviously, you know, there's always going to be some lessons to learn, you know, in that aspect. But I think that they are definitely uh, moving toward being competitive. It's just a matter of whether or not um, they can, you know, how they start and how they finish is really going to be be indicative of everything. It's it's a you got two new quarterbacks, new wide receivers, new new corners, new offensive linemen. Everybody's got to learn the scheme, you know, uh, and then you hope that sometime after those first four games in preseason that you can just, uh, you know, everything gets a roll in that way. But I do definitely think that they've taken a step in the right direction as far as being competitive and filling holes they need to fill. They know they need to fill up, get the, the um, secondary situation under control because they were bleeding. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was, it was they were. It, it was, it, it was, it was, was bad, It's like watching them. I'm like, oh, my God, y'all be like – no coverage skills, no nothing. Just you know, and you you can't you can't be competitive in the NFL or in any professional sport if you can't play defense. You can't stop. What defense. you don't say? Get out of here. You know, what? you can hang it up. <laughs> so they definitely addressed that. They have you know um, they've also addressed some issues that with the offensive line. So I think that they're, they definitely made a step in the right direction as far as that goes. Um, if you look at some of the some of the grades, you know, grading their moves on free agency uh, as done by the Bears Wire on USAToday.com, um, they they graded uh, the change to Mike Lennon as a C, 
which I kind of agree with, um, based off of mm-hmm. the numbers that Cass, you know, gave everybody earlier and the fact that we haven't really seen him do much, um, you know, over the past season. So this will be a season for him that where he's actually going to have to, you know, he's got he got to show up. If he wants to start a job and he wants to be the main man at, at, here in Chicago, he's going to have to show up. And, you know, that's what's going to be the decision that really makes makes it for him. Um, for Marcus Whedon, they graded the decision to get him a B-minus. Um, he's an impressive speedster who will immediately serve as one of the Bears' top three receivers. However, he was at it on the same day that Alshon Jeffrey signed with the Eagles, so the net return feels like Eagles. a giant loss. You know, so you know, so you're looking at that. Um, but he he he's definitely going to be a slot receiver for them, and, and he can he has speed and he can make plays downfield. So as long as he stays healthy, like we said before, you know, he'd be able to play uh, a, a big upgrade to people like you know over uh, over Eddie Royal and Josh Bellamy. So that's what they're looking for for him, and they graded him as a B minus. And you if you look at the way that if he plays well along with how Cameron Meredith plays last year. You know, the Bears definitely have the, mean, the means to have, to really form a stellar receiving crew that can do some damage next season. Um, tight end uh, decision, Deion Sims, who came over. Uh, that grade, grade on him was a B-. minus. He's going to pair up with Zach Miller to give the, to give the Bears offense a lot more flexibility. So and he's, he's also – this, this will allow them to use Miller as more of a receiver than a run blocker. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Quentin Dempsey's um, moved over as safety, even though they quote-unquote say he's on the wrong side of 30. <laughs> you know. The um, wrong side of 30. The wrong well, side of 30 in football. Just, just, you know just, just wait till I get to my story because I don't know. I don't know. I'm saving yeah, I'm just saying, you know, I don't really think – I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm I really can't a couple say, things. You really can't say the, the wrong, the no, wrong yeah, side of 30 when you, you, you got people still playing, you know, who are almost down there, you know, 40 now. And, and still out ball and still <laughs> out, right, and still and out ball 16, some of these young guys. 16 players in the league that were born in the 70s. And you know, they so that, they're not just in the right. league, they're putting up numbers. So Right, so I, I don't mm-hmm. think, you know, you can't that say, you can't say it's they're running all over these of 30. babies. Right. You know, so, but they're going to definitely use him. They they graded that acquisition as a C. Um they said he'll provide the Bears a reliable veteran play, but he's not the kind of impact addition Chicago had to hit on the, on this offseason. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I think that if, you know, with his leadership and the fact that he's playing safety, one, he's deep, so he, everything is in front of him. <laughs> That's not a bad position to be in, especially when you, if you got – if, if your corners are uh, – are, you got your younger speedster, speedy corners up in the front, and those are the ones that can coverage, that makes your job as a safety easy. Because you you, you um, should be able to rely on it, you know what not all the way and that's what we have to see right not all the way like don't relax not always. in the safety position because you, know, you got right. speed you can't corners always relax. so because that's that's a pretty big position I mean it's like yeah. you know playing like you know because because you are definitely know. the last line of defense when it comes down to everything right. nothing can get behind you so you still have to have that skill you still have to be able to. Um, you know, go through those times, go through your reads and through your steps and, and do all of that, you know, and, and main, maintain everything in front of you. 
you know, now, yeah, quote unquote, he's on the wrong side of 30, but, you know, if there's plenty of people who are, like you just said, there's 16 guys in the right now. <laughs> In, in, 16 in guys born in the, the 70s, 70s and they're putting up that, numbers that so I just you know so sometimes I just I, I can't look at age with everybody <clears throat> I just nah, I can't nope. I nope. you know because that was age the case is, Warren Moon would have never been in the league like no just no just let it go you know age is not a determinant what can of, you do for my squad ability you know, um, right. I think your your body your body slows down when it decides like I'm tired, I'm done with this, and it's not going to move anymore, no matter what you do. That's what your body does. Right, and that you could know, be a 26, far, or that could be a 42. Right, like, that you could don't be anybody. Know. It really don't that matter. That could be what anybody. Age right, any age. So, <laughs> you know, so you can't get into the whole. And I really wish they would stop doing that with everything. You know, we put our society is so age you know, driven. Age, you know, you're too and, old and to do this, and you're because, too old but, to do that. But, I'm like, but their age, but but the society is age driven based on like statistics from when people were like dead at forty. Like, right. <laughs> years ago, when like you had to get married at like fifteen and have all your kids by twenty, and you were a grandma at thirty one. It's a couple grandmas at 31 now, but that's some other. Yeah, that's thing. some other. Um, but, yeah, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's another conversation. But, I mean, like, you were really, like, a grandma at 31, and you were dead at 40. And I'm like, dude, this is not medieval times. Let it go. Like, if a person is functioning all the way to their 90, let them be great. Like, you're killing people right. at 30, but people have, like, 50, 60 more years. So what you just supposed to do? Just, like, I, I think that's crazy. And that's a whole nother conversation. If you working and everything is working for your greater good, then I suggest you just work it and not worry about all of other. Because if I go back to being 21, I know. I don't even know what decisions I was making. I have no idea. When I sit here and think about How do you want to go back to being 21? I don't even. You know, how did I, I, I cool. even mentally like, think that was okay? Why did they tell me right. I was an adult? Because clearly, um, so yeah, I didn't whatever. Know what I was doing, right? Exactly. That's why right. I, you know, after a certain point, um, and you have to you have to give it to them. You know, sixteen men who are pretty much born when I was born. I was born in seventy three. In case you all were wondering, so you can add that up. I'm not telling you when my birthday was. Just know what year I was born. He was born. Um, you're funny. Check that out. <laughs> really? uh, so if you look at the fact that most of these men are my age and they're still in good physical condition, they're still putting up good numbers, you know, it, it re- it's really the test of the acumen of how they take care of themselves mentally and physically. You know, I just think um, about it. What, uh, what they deal with as far as, you know, how stressed out they get because, you know, I had a friend of mine from childhood who passed away some years ago from a heart attack, and, you know, we both the same age. So, Just let it go, you know, people. I, you know, it's like the age, the age thing doesn't mean anything. As, as long as you can deliver, right, as long as you can deliver, as long as you're legal, cool. there you go. <laughs> good. You can buy cigarettes? Okay, let's yeah. talk. So, then moving right along. Good. The, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yes, you can buy a bottle and a pack of cigarettes. We good. Let's all right. Let's have a conversation. But <laughs> moving right along, another team that um, I don't know what happened in their free agency, but that is the Green Bay Packers. There's tons of Green Bay Packers that follow us. Hi guys. Um, okay. 
where do we go? Well, let's go with the good news. So the Packers did <laughs> some some signing. <laughs> I just got to start there. The Packers <laughs> lost a lot. They did lose a lot. They were able to um, – they have Martellus Bennett, so welcome back to the NFC North, Mr. Um, Marty Bennett there. Martellus is back in the NFC North this time playing for – his former team's rivals, he's going to love that. I is a full Bears fans hold on to your life when they play the Packers because I am quite sure Martellus Bennett is coming through straight wreck shop because it wasn't the happiest departure. So, and he got a ring. So, yeah, he, he yeah, that's going to be a really good game. I'm kind of here for that one. Like, I don't like either one of them. Right. I'm at that game. I'm there. I think I want, <laughs> I I think I want to see that one because, you know, that's going to be a straight up, like, yeah, so you was talking all that stuff. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember me? I'm about yeah. to get it. I'm about to get it. Marty you know how it is Rex, Rex, you know, right. Right. He's going to like, be giving out his comic books and rapping. It's going to be good. I know it is. It's, it's going to be good. <laughs> that's what it's going to be good. So with him being back in the NFC North, um, Ted Thompson of the Green Bay Packers also picked up a few other acquisitions. Um, Devon House, Lance Kendricks. I like Lance. I thought that was a pretty good addition to the team. They did re-sign Nick Perry. I was a little nervous for a moment. They did go ahead and re-sign him. And then they turned around and lost TJ Lang, Micah Hyde, Eddie Lacy, Julius Peppers, um, J.C. Treader, Dayton Jones, I don't even want to keep talking because I don't know if they picked up. Now, I do know what the Packers are famous for is they have, like, probably the best development system, one of the best development systems in the NFL. You know, they, they probably got the whole, on the they probably got their whole practice spot, squad ready to go. It's like, all right, yeah, we can let you all go. We already got it cool. Don't even worry about it. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, James Starks is, is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Amon mm-hmm. Green. They they lost a lot, so I don't know if they're really going to hit the draft heavy. I think they may hit the draft heavy and go get younger players that they can develop because the one great thing about the Packers and being a Vikings fan and being from Chicago, you know, great in Packers is not in our vocabulary regularly. But coming from this standpoint, the one thing about the Packers is when they put a player – on their roster, especially a second stringer, and it's time for them to go in, they fit right into the scheme of things. If there's no drop-off, you've got to credit them for that. They really develop these players, bringing them up from the practice squad. And when these guys step into a game, there's still that consistent flow. Like Aaron Rodgers never has to worry, oh, okay, you know, it's not my typical wideout, but I know he's going to catch the ball, which we've, we've seen over and over again. So I don't think it's panic time. I just just what we've seen in the past. In the past, um, the Packers are one of the teams that hit free agency extremely hard. They were going and they were getting guys, and they were like, you know, when I remember when they got Julius Peppers and everything. They would go and they would get these veterans, and these veterans. So Julius Peppers is another one. What he's going on 16, 15, 16 years in the league. Yeah. They were going to get these guys, and they were retaining the the. Clay Matthews and stuff, and these guys are older than half of the teams that they're playing, and they were leveling teams. Like, people were like, I don't really want to run in that hole. I, I, I don't want to go over there. Like, so it was like crazy. They do an amazing job 
of developing their players, and every time they have to fill in a hole for an injury, they get it done. They're like, okay, next man up, fill in. You know what you're supposed to do. Good luck out there. You know, keep your eyeballs and your mouth guarded. So, you know, it's, it's <laughs> I can't be worried. <laughs> I'm not overly worried yet about the Packers. I think the problem, the reason people panic is simply because the Packers normally hit free agency so hard. But I do think that they have to start adding some youth in there. They've, they've been monumentous and great with keeping these veterans on the field. But it's time, it's, it's time to do that recycling. It's time to start getting the babies in and developing them and getting the next, you know, three to seven years out of them consistently. Like when Aaron Rodgers had to sit behind um, Brett Favre, when it was time for Aaron to step up, he was ready. So I think that's what they, they're going back to that mode so that as the veteran players are dropping off and injuries are starting to happen, they've got fresh legs who are eager to get out there. And Dom Capers and them, they get these guys ready. So it looks a little weird. They did lose some key, some key people, but I'm not panicking yet when it comes to, you know, the Packers. Not, not, not yet. Because, you know, we all jumped on the, the last season. We were like, oh, the Packers have gone crazy. And they came and took the NFC North. I ain't seeing nothing else about them until I purposely see them lose seven games straight. Then, then I'll be like, yeah, okay. But they came out of – they were, like, just totally discombobulated at the beginning of the season. You like, have a point because last season we oh were my like, God. And what they going on with the them? NFC North. Right, we were like, yo, they didn't eat their Wheaties this morning. Well, they found a whole truckload of Wheaties, and by the end of the season, they were like, and they went on, and and I mean, they they went in the postseason, like, what? I don't know what you're talking about at the beginning of the season. We're here now. What's up? So, I, um, I'm, they had to let that go. For one, they had to clear up money. Um, they've got some pretty decent acquisitions. I think Martellus Bennett was a, a really him and Lance Kendricks were really good pickups for the team. Now, losing Eddie Lacy, I know they've got some running back issue spots to fill because there's no longer a James Starks there either. So what do you, what, what do you do? And I'm going to save that. I'm going to come back to that um, after we do the Vikings because there's a reason and I'm going to come back to that. But mm-hmm. is Eddie Lacy losing Eddie Lacy really, outside of his rookie season, a drop-off? For the Packers, the Packers no. have been waiting for him to bounce back. He hasn't. I mean, you know, he lost weight last year, but it didn't really as much work as he put in, you know, um, or that was talked about he put in. It wasn't really indicative of his season after a certain point. It was like, okay, you know. And I'm trying to figure out I what's wasn't going blown on with away the by I wasn't blown away by by his performance like you know normally, you know Eddie's top of the notch, top notch, but just last season it wasn't like I wasn't really enthralled with his performances or or. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies impressed. and gentlemen, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I have to do this, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to go to work on Monday and just use the word enthralled all day. Just yes. just just mess everybody else up like I was not enthralled with that. Just do it. Just go to work. 
make them feel like my degree was worth it. I was not enthralled with that. Just it stayed with feeling. So, you know, that's our, that's our word. I'm going to put that all over Twitter today. I am not enthralled with any of these free agency signs. I'm going in on Twitter. That is the, the word of the day. Is enthralled. That's the word of the day. It's enthralled. Word of the day. Enthralled. Yes, good. All right, but yeah. I'm I'm not. Yeah. I think the Panthers you know, so are kind of. You don't panic with them. Yeah, they know what they're you doing. Know, you know, it's more like all right. When um, and I know we're gonna talk about this when we get you get you a team. You know, as far as like the decision with Adrian. You know, it's not it's not a hard feeling decision. It's a decision. You know, um, so when. It's just your time, and that's it's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Like, all right, later. No hard feelings, man. We we had a good run. It was what it was, you know. And now, because we're moving in this direction, or you no longer fit the direction we're moving in, we got to part ways. It's a business. It ain't personal. And and you go you go into the NFL knowing this. You know that you go. You know, there's a possibility you can end up on any one of these teams at any time. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to be prepared for we that. We want to get a Raiders. Fan. I want to get a Raiders fan on the show because I'm trying to figure that whole thing out. I don't really. Um, I've looked at their acquisitions, and you know, a couple of them are from the Vikings, but I'm still a little. Hmm. I, I have to check them out. You know, they're they're not an NFL. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really looked other than other than the well, move over to you know, I, um, Vegas or whatever. Um, I really haven't paid too much attention to them, especially since they blew the playoffs last year. <laughs> I, um, that'll yeah, be another conversation. Like, uh, that might be a blog. For yeah, me. yeah, we might have to talk about that. But um, <laughs> so I'm not as far as like um, right now with the I think, you know, I, I, no, I, I, they're not a team that y'all think you can panic with. You know, um, I think they're going to be slow to make their decisions to feel what they need to feel, and they're going to be as methodical as they always have been about it. They have a great front office, uh, you know, which we've all been able to recognize in the past just from, the, like you said, they could pick players up off the street and just throw you in there. And there yeah, you go. and they have. <laughs> like, there have been several seasons I've been like, that's a who. Now, what number is – he wasn't there yesterday. How is he in the game? What is going on? Who flew him out there? Yeah. Like and and they'd be like Aaron Rodgers to do from the chicken shack touchdown. Like you'd be like, what is happening? But it happened. Right. So that's the Packers. You know. You so yeah, I'm not. I, I think that that with them, we're you know, it's safe to say that we'll see them make the decisions they need to make when come time for the draft and trades. And as always, they're most likely going to end up being in a very competitive you know position. Each you know this next season as they always are. So um, now I don't know if they're gonna get off to the, the same type of start <laughs> they did. Well, yeah, you yeah, know, uh, you know. So you know, I don't know if they want to go through that again. Uh, they probably want to be able to get to get off to a great start and then just maintain that momentum throughout the entire season if possible, which is what all teams want to do. You know, I, I really think that they're gonna work to avoid what happened last season, as will the Bears. Um, you know, that that thirteen and, and that three and thirteen um loss of tragic tragic um I don't know what you want to call that. If it was a play, would it be a guy uh, We were uh, not epic? enthralled by it, I know that. <laughs> That's what we, I know, not at all. We were I definitely not enthralled. 
And so there's that. <laughs> Not at all by them. Not in the least. So, the world. so there's that. You know, but I think, I, like you said, I think they'll be fine. Um, I don't see them being like the team that you really have to worry about in the NFC North when it comes down to trades and free agency and the draft. Um, that That is typically reserved for the other three teams. <laughs> Wow, that's so bad. That's not. It is. Oh man, it's not. It's, it's oh, not but that? it's. But that's it's wrong. It's, it's, oh, I don't see that. Oh. Come on, man. The Bears haven't since what? What was the year that? What was that? Two thousand ten. They went to the Super Bowl, and we already have our. You know, no, um, two thousand six. Where are you talking about ten? Oh, I don't know why. No. Oh, ten. 2006. No. So this is 11 years ago. It's been it's, it's going on 11 years. Know, going on 11 years since they've been to been to the Super Bowl. We you know we know how long it's been since they won one, but we talking about been to the Super Bowl. They actually be a contender, you know. So well, and, let's just get them out the NFC North first because that that's been a challenge for the last six years. Yeah, no. So. Can can y'all just win one? <gasps> just win one for the fans. Nah, don't, don't win it this year though. Don't do it. Win next year and go take it to Atlanta. I don't. Don't just just get your life together. I think the Bears need to like get their life together. They need to take a hard well, look in the mirror and be like, "Have a better season than last. Have, you can have a better do, season than last I, year. Just don't go to but, Super Bowl. You know. No, go next year. You know. Mm-mm. Just just go. Just, just wait till happening. next year. Y'all go next year when it's wait in Atlanta. Season, and, wait know. it out. Wait it out. Let's and since we since most of the people out. down in. Most people in Atlanta are from Chicago anyway. From like, Chicago, oh, or it'd be the I'm best Super Bowl ever for them. Yeah, you know, I'm awesome. telling you. So there you go. Go next so, year. There you go. Okay. Um, but she so wants moving to see right Minnesota along to the, do it. We're moving right along to, these, to the Daytona Lions. I do want yeah. to say something before you get into the Lions info. I'm so proud of the Detroit Lions cheerleaders. They are so so awesome. They are really great. They're an amazing group of ladies. They work really, really hard. They do so much like, you know, all cheerleaders do in the off season. but they're new. They're the babies of the game, and but they're absolutely awesome. So I definitely, definitely have to give the biggest round of applause to year number two cheerleaders and the tiles were super cool and it was just all awesome and that's, all, that's my girly point of the day. Okay, I'm done being girly, but you know, yay. <laughs> Alright, so back, <laughs> back to the Lions. The Lions kind of tried to uh, jump in the little free agency pool here. Um, yeah, they didn't, I, um, you know, like I told you when we, yeah. you know, when we first, when they first, when free agency first started, and we were tweeting and texting each other about it. And I was like, um, is it just me or the Lions not really doing much of anything? And mm. it wasn't just me, people. Well, they had two tryouts. Um, I know that. Well, you know, well, yeah. I mean, that's all mm-hmm. good. The fans good will love enough? that part of it. You know, but I, I don't <laughs> think that that really matters when it comes down to, like, what you got going on the field, homie. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I do um, know that um, Anquan was a, a big part of their success last season. Anquan is not going to retire, and Mr. Bolden is a roaming free agent. Do you think that they should exercise the option of going to get him back? I think they are silly if they don't. Uh, of course, I'm – I'm sure he's in a position where he's like, I, it's, 
he he wants to play. So I think that he would rather be in Detroit, where he still has he has a chance to be have another impact season because he did he helped them out a lot last year. Let's be for real. Um, and if they're smart, they re- go ahead and resign them. But there's no they haven't done it yet, and I don't know what they're waiting on or. You know, if they're trying to wait to the draft roll around or if they're trying to see what. But I don't really – I don't get it. I, I mean, it's to me, it's a no-brainer. You know, there may be some t- some things I'm not aware of. Aware of. Obviously, I don't, you know, I'm not in Detroit. I'm not on the team. I don't have privy to the locker room information and things of that nature. However, when it comes down to it, the student helps you you know, and did a great job. Yeah, he was a, he, he was very key. Exactly veteran me. experience was you know, amazing. You know, so he definitely helped you out in that aspect. And you Especially know, here losing it is. Megatron, he he came right in, and he was he was he was a a, a go to almost fail safe for uh, Matt Stafford. Right. So you know, when you look at that, there's some things that you gotta look. At, you gotta have some support for now. There are some keys they do need after if you're looking at free agency standpoint. They definitely need, you know, a pass rusher. Um, they are ranked number 30 in sacks last season. And they're, they're and it's only 32 teams, only accounted right? for. Right, right, right. So that tells you where they were. And they're only <laughs> and their edge rush is only accounted for 18.5 sacks combined. You know, so yeah. with Ziggy answer out last year and all of that, they still need somebody that can actually step up in that group and be a pass rusher. They need a new line. They need a linebacker. Um, they released DeAndre Levy um, at the start yeah. of free agency. Um, so because he had injuries and that's out his production. Um, let's see. They signed Paul Warnlow. Um, he was a former starter in Atlanta, and he should compete for a starting role. Um but it stands right now, Warlow, Tahir Whitehead, and Antoine Williams are the only linebackers currently on their rosters who have any significant playing time. <laughs> so you only got three people that really have playing time. For them, you know, and when you need – come on, man, we talk about defense here. Your linebackers and your, and your pass rushers are the key to any defense you have. If you don't have that, you ask the Bears, man. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. So they also need to fill out their receiver. Um, they uh, they're still thin with behind with Golden Tate and Marvin Jones Jr. Um, they as of Monday, Equan Bowden, who led them with eight touchdowns last season. This is what I'm talking about. You know, oh, they say he will return for um, 2017, but they don't know where he's gonna return yet. <laughs> <laughs> And that doesn't make any sense. Well, you know what? You they know, didn't have a lot of broken pieces, though. They they didn't like not have... really. They when you look at it, they did. They just had like little spots they had to fill, you know. And that's what they're talking about the five play, the five things they really needed, which were a pass rusher, um, linebacker, receiver, running back, and a cornerback. You know, so. They were, if you really look at their season, though they lost the, they didn't win the um, division, right? If you really look no. at their season, they were still a better team than the Bears. They were still a better team at some point during the season than Green Bay, even though Green Bay won won out the title for the NFC North. And you know, and, and twice and that's, they and that's, shut and that's down the right. Vikings. Right. Blair so, Walsh was the reason for one of them, but you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you look at it. They are probably the team in the NFC North with the least amount of pieces to move. 
or to fill in and to really put them in a, in a contender spot. They're, they're only a few people away from having it, really, when you think about it. You know, you got a you got a great quarterback in Matt Stafford, so now you just need somebody else you can get the ball to on a receiver end. You know, Anquan put up number, you know, it definitely helped out with his ace touchdowns. Well let's 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 expand that to somebody who can probably give you twelve touchdowns, thirteen touchdowns. You know, on their season. You know, so and and that put him at fifteenth in the NFL last season. So you got the top you you looking to better that. And I can see them being able to want to do that. So they signed Keyshawn Martin um, for that position, and he's going to fill a role similar to what Andre Robertson, who was their primary kick returner in the fourth um, wide receiver last year. And he signed over to – Andre Robertson is now signed over to Atlanta as a free agent. So it's definitely going to see what they can do. They definitely need somebody else, need another playmaker, somebody who has speed that can add to the position because they don't have a deep threat, and that's really the only thing that they're, they, that they're missing, missing right now. Since Megatron left, they don't have that deep threat. They get a deep threat, it's over. I can see – I can definitely see them being able to, you know, do, some, do a lot and of And you know what? In a, they in a, may you know, be able to do that. They might be able to do that in the draft class. Get 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 just enough of what they need. That's um definitely yeah. above average player to connect. They they just may be able to do that in the draft because they weren't missing. Um, their secondary did not look horrible. They weren't missing a lot of um key. They they weren't missing a lot, and Matt Stafford is still right on track. So I um. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I a, definitely not that far. They that man. Look, I mean, if you if you had to give them a, if you had to give them a grade, if I like, had if to, grade to grade them free. on it though, you know their free agency as far as what they've picked up so at this point, I would definitely probably give them a B minus. You know they got still mm. to the running back position. Um, uh, Amir Abdullah play didn't play last year because of his foot foot injury, so he'll have to feel you know get back get back into shape to, to win his position back. But then they can always use somebody who's a bigger back to pair with Abdullah, Theo Riddick, and Zach Zinner. So if you have – they have somebody who's a little bit a little bit bigger um, and definitely has some breakaway speed because that's the one thing they don't have, just somebody who's going to come through the line, who's a power back, who can take the punch, but, but at the same time going to outrun you. You know, um, as far as their cornerback depth goes, they signed D.J. Hayden. Um, so he's going to have depth to that unit, and he'll most likely be completing with a starting spot with either Neil Lawson on the outside or Quandry Diggs on the, at the, in the slot. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Diggs didn't have the same kind of season he had rookie last year, so he should be pretty good. <laughs> be decent this year. You know, decent this year. So um, as far as it goes, that goes, um, like we said, you know, if you look at wide receivers versus DBs, the draft is full with draft is full of great quarterbacks this year. They got a great yeah, yeah. game of quarterbacks coming That's out, and the wide receivers that 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 wide receiver class ain't, ain't burning people like you know. You only got really only have like I think it turned out to be two or three people that ran like four point two. You know, in the wide receiver in the wide receiver um, rankings. I can uh, catch them for the combine. I and, you know, so in like three years, I could catch you though. And, and you know, I don't even feel, 
I don't even feel that bad. I know I feel. I'm like you know, like all right, I could probably run with y'all too. I, I know I damn. I know doggone well I could run with some of the four, five, four, six guys. I could. I run some of them. <laughs> I'm 43. So you know that's that's what I was looking at as far as that goes. I think but if they pull from like we said, they pull the right people, man. They only a couple of players away from having everything they need to be solid, and then it's just a matter of whether or not they can put it together. Um, you know, from there and and jail for the season and see what they can do. But that's that's one of the teams, man. That like we said, they don't. When you look at their season and look what they did last season, and really be honest about it regardless of how it ended up overall for them, they were like the best team in the NFC. They, yeah, they, they, you know, they, they as far as consistency it. goes, they, really they came were the best team. So me, I can't be mad. You know? I am not mad at the Detroit Lions, but I am not having not that out of y'all this season. I don't care what y'all do. <laughs> I'm not having it. She's Thank not you. trying to hear it. <laughs> So y'all better understand. No matter what, Cass may be like, "Yeah, I'm glad y'all did that, but I don't want you to be my team." Right. You know, she's right. gonna be pulling. You about, she pulling you for for minutes in 2018. Not this. Right. Time. You know. And, oh, you, you, yeah, yeah. And I think, no, and, and honestly, I don't think the Bears are gonna bounce back that fast. I think they're gonna have a rebuilding season this year anyway. I, I really, I don't. You know, if they go, if they go to playoffs, I'll be pleasantly surprised. I'll be totally, I'm being totally honest with you, but I don't see them being able to flip it around that fast. That doesn't mean they can't, you know, or that they won't. I'm just saying, you know. I know. And, and, I, I can't say that. I I won't say that when it comes to um the Lions because I don't know, and we didn't know last year, and they seem to get it together. Now, for some reason, people are having issues with Jim Caldwell, the coach, saying that they need a better coach to take them – to the next level, we so. this this will be I this really will be the season that so. truly this will be the season this that, will be the season that is, truly right. cruised out. Exactly. Because last because year be the players sort of got it this, together, you know. right? They matured mm-hmm. a little bit and they came together on their own. So now, with him in there this season, let's see how far they can actually go. Let's see if he does actually have what it takes as a head coach and not just a coordinator to get them even further. Exactly. Fan, and this will be the, I, I like you said, want them to go nowhere. But as as right. um and as a realist of the game, let's see what that coaching staff does and how far they exactly. get them. So you gave them a B minus. I, I was giving them a yeah. high C. Um, but then I had to kind of, if it was based on their free agency tracker for me, it was like a high C. But I can you know I see the B minus, um, because they just didn't need as much as some other teams. Some other teams just right. really had to and jump in the free agency pool and go for blood. And grab and they, they what didn't they had. Need they, to right, do that. Right. they just right. need you to know, so. free up some some room, some some salary cap room. So, you know, right. I'm 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 with it. I, I I get why they were moving at turtle speed because they they just didn't have to fully jump into the pool. Right. Like you know, that. they looked. You know, you could tell they looked at their season and say, you know, well, we actually didn't do that bad last year. We're in a good, we're in a good position, and, and compared to other teams, we're in a better position than other teams. So this is sure. what we need. We don't have to go after all of that. We can do this right now and then wait for the draft, which is very yeah, smart. Right you know, so right. So now on to <laughs> Cass's favorite, favorite, yeah. favorite team, ladies and gentlemen. My you know, sort of like I love for them. Uh, yeah, she My does. Um, when I tell you, so just because it's her, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to get the other fight teams for um, all the fight songs for all the I'm other teams too. I got the, the bills. All right. 
Are you gonna cool. is this But me? just because <laughs> it's for her. I'm me? Do this. I am enthralled. No die hard. Secure the rights. If they gonna use the song, they have secure the rights for publishing. That ain't us. That's on them. I can't do. I can't. Right, your sample clears is your internet. issue. Right. No, I ain't never gonna move it out. It's just here. Just it's, it's strictly. It'll be for, fun. It'll be com, fun. You know, it will be fun. Just for, and you know, what? like send in stuff, and we'll send you a T-shirt or something. <clears throat> we gonna talk about that because I think you know we might be able to get a couple more people involved. Yeah, let's let's, let's figure out how we can do that. I think that'd be cool. We gotta run some contests this year and get people involved. You know, fans, That's you know, fans like fans stuff. So DJs, we can do some things, producers. give away some things, right? You know, have y'all do some. I mean, we might even just yeah. Say, people hey, gonna come after our head. People are gonna be like, those songs are tradition. You're big flaming the team. You flaming the team. You cannot oh do this. But wait, you know, the original right, well, is still there. It's just a little bit of fun, a little bit of right. Know, we just put a little bit, up a little bit, you know, put a little boom so boom to it. <laughs> for the people born in the nineties. You know. um, right, so, right. looking at my team, um, Vikings fans have been in a panic since day one of free agency. Have been in a true panic when they, especially when they looked at the list of unrestricted free agents that we did have. So, I'll just run through it like this. Yes, there are a few others that have not been signed, but. A couple that fans have grown to fall in love with are gone. So the players that the Minnesota Vikings lost, lost linebacker Audi Cole, tight end Red Ellison, um, wide receiver Charles Johnson, who was really – him and Teddy Bridgewater had a really nice connection. Um, Matt Khalil, Jeff Locke, K. 
Captain Munderland was probably my only question mark. Mm. Um, he, he was he was a very good um, corner. He he's yeah. really good slot corner. Um, he was my only question mark, but um, he is now a Panther. He's back to being. He's back down in North Carolina. Cordero Patterson, who actually even did a social media campaign to get the Vikings to keep him 24 hours later, became a Raider. Telling you, I'm going to investigate them. It's something. <laughs> um, uh, Andre Smith, another O line uh, player, he's, he's also gone, and I can tell you in a, little, a little bit later where they've gone to. Um, players that the Vikings have gained, um, Dayton Jones, uh, defensive end, we needed that. Latavius Murray, I don't have enough that I can say about him at running back. He's very explosive. Very, very agile, very, very explosive. Is he an Adrian Peterson? No, but he is great acquisition to me. He stays healthy. That was a, a great acquisition. Riley Reese, I'm a, I'm here for that one. I'm totally Mike Reimers. Welcome back. I'm here for that one too. So I wasn't upset at the players that were gained because they have to feel, especially on the O line, really, really key positions. I was very happy to see them retain Adam Thielen. I was a little nervous about that at first. Um, Adam has proven himself coming from special teams to filling in that wide receiver slot. He's been very agile, very key in that position. He's connecting really well with Sam Bradford. That would have been a player that I kept as well. Terrence Newman, earlier we talked about age. Terrence Newman is 39 years old. Balling. Balling. Completely balling. Resigned him without any hesitation. Now, mind you, everyone else that I mentioned, with the exception of one, um, in their 20s, they re-signed Terrence. And I was here for that, too. I, I really, yeah, that was that was a good move to have that veteran. He was 17. He's going on 17 years in the league. So now you have that, that real true veteran leadership in the secondary. Um, he's definitely a corner, but that secondary really has that. And, of course, you know, we still have um, Harrison Smith and Deho. Um, we're going to see what Trey Waynes and Mackenzie Alexander do, of which neither I'm completely sold on. But they're still there. They're still there. You know, you got Anthony Harris, who, you know, when he comes in the game, he's like an amazing free safety and sometimes a linebacker. So you've got to Right. Be what he is. He is like taking dudes out. Like I've seen him take a couple dudes out. They was like, "How you skittier than me and did that?" So it's you know they 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 they're filling in secondary. They have veteran leadership. Um, If Mackenzie Alexander proves me wrong, then this is probably going to be a very 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 good secondary. Um, Trey just Trey Wayne just has a few things to tighten up for me. like if you want to pick off somebody, you probably should turn around and get the ball. I'm just wondering why you <laughs> running with him the whole length of the field. But you know, hopefully this off season he got that workout in. Um, Latavius Murray and Jarek McKinnon, I see that as a really nice one-two punch. Of course, Latavius will be the, the starter. But um, Jarek is still very explosive, very young, great footwork, very agile, really good hands. So that's that's a really nice um, one-two punch combination. Don't know what they're gonna do with Matt Asiata, but I um, I don't think that he should be okay. So yeah, Jarek McKinnon will take this match. 
I mean, you can um, keep your mind. It's honest. You know, we we appreciate uh, that and respect that. And want you to? I don't see it happening. Um, after you know, just based off of what you mentioned, um, if they're smart, they probably want. Oh, we have a caller. Oh, uh, we have sure. a caller. All right now. Good morning, caller. Who's calling today? And welcome to the show. This is, this is Craig Thomas from uh, West Eight Mile and uh, Safer. What up, guys? Ah, <laughs> you missed your inspection. You missed it. I'm you sorry. Missed squat, let, me tell, let me tell you what happened. So uh-huh. I have a very packed schedule. I actually forgot to take care of my phone bill. So as I'm getting ready to do that, ironically, the phone provider that I use, their, their system was down nationwide. So that's why I was like, oh, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Okay. So, okay. Well, you know, yeah. you know. That's the bad news. The good news is I'm not broke and I can actually afford to pay my phone bill. So it's that magic. Yay. He deserves that. <laughs> 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 a lot of people woke up this morning like, phone off. Well, well I guess that's it. <laughs> no, man. I did, that's often. Yeah, people crying. They, they, thought, they thought you didn't want to talk to them. It was awful. So let me do this Aww. and bounce back. So let me finish this, so then we can um, bounce back to um, the Lions a little bit. Um, the players that have been officially released by the Vikings, um, Brandon Fusco, I figured that. Um, Mike Harris, I figured that. And the one that nobody figured until a few days ago at 2.46 a.m., Adrian Peterson. They have officially been released. Um they are no longer Vikings or anywhere for that matter. So with that being said, there are still, you know, there there are a few other, um, you know, I'm I'm happy TJ went coming TJ Lennings. Um, I I don't know I I'm I'm sitting in like the, the grade of a B because I just um. They're taking care of what they need to take care of and also making sure that there is en- enough salary cap money for the rookies that they need to bring in. Also, the Vikings do something that a lot of other teams don't do unless there's an injury, and that is the Vikings keep money stashed in their little crown royal bag because if a player is not working out sometime during the season, he will come to work and will not have a locker. They are very big on, eh, you know. They be, I think, I think they be, I think they be playing like Lauren Hill when they walk in, like it ain't working, like it's just totally like. It, you know. <laughs> so they, they just, and so they've got to, they've got to watch that. So I get it. Adrian for ten years has been phenomenal. Has been the staple and the the face. Of the Vikings, part of the reason why we're in an amazing stadium. Um, the last three seasons, um, he's averaged 20 games, I believe, that he's played. Not successfully, but he's been in them. We saw him. Um, and so you got to kind of weigh that with – and I'm I'm not looking at the fact that he'll be, you know, in a couple days, 32. I don't really care. We just re-signed Terrence Newman. Terrence Newman is 39. They just re-signed um, the Steelers. Um, it's going to come to me. But he is about to turn 40. Like, I don't care about the age when you're putting numbers up. If you are six months and you're running the ball, then God dog it, I'm going to buy one Z with your name on it. Whatever it is, 
I'm I'm over your age. I'm over what I'm into what you contribute to the team. And if you are still physically and mentally capable of over achieving and over exceeding in this game, so I'm gonna throw the A's out of there because we've seen Adrian be a beast, but a, just to round off the numbers, an 18 million dollar tender. I I couldn't have done it. Not not when the team needs an O line. Not when we needed better running backs because Matt Asiata got you know what no. Um, definitely needed O line. He lost, you know, losing Sarah Greenway. We had to fill that spot. He he retired. There were a lot of spots that needed to be filled, and then there's still some rookies that we need to go get, and there's still some players that will now be coming off of rookie contracts pretty soon that are now looking to if they stay with the Vikings, they're looking for their cut as well. Um, a few other restructuring deals are possibly on the table, like Brian Robinson. So they could, eighteen million dollars, twenty games in three years, of which the last two seasons were injuries, um, major injuries that took you out. Um, and we actually saw him become stoppable. We actually have seen the teams have gotten their feel of Adrian Peterson and actually, you know, every hole that the godforsaken O-line opened – we watched, you know, the front seven defense of another team politely close it right on top of Adrian's head. So there were more losses for yards than gains. Um, and we just hadn't had a chance to see him get out and get explosive. So $18 million can better be be spent better. I wish – I know he knows his worth. I Sometimes I wish that he would have just not so much settled but taken a lesser amount because this is still a business. They they have a team to run. They really did have position. That old line was like romper room. It it was crazy, <laughs> really bad. And they had to they had to fix that or Sam Bradford was going to die. Like we were going to go three games in and you know, by game 4 we were all going to be handed eulogies in our programs like today your quarterback will be dead. Like it's not it's not happening. So um they had to do what they had to do as a team. And we'll we'll definitely, as fans of the game, we'll, I mean, he's gonna he's a Hall of Famer. There's no way that this man is not gonna go down as one of the greatest running backs to ever play this game. He's been phenomenal, especially in 2012 when he was able to bounce back from the worst surgery ever. But um, he's had an amazing career. What is kind of puzzling me, though, I guess I feel like there are a couple of things that have to hurt. Watching the Vikings re-sign Terrence Newman at 39 years old and the fact that the big buzz right now is instead of a team weighing an option to snag Adrian Peterson, they're begging for Marshawn Lynch to come out of retirement. This man ain't playing football in two years, like completely has not played yeah. football in two years. And they are begging Marshawn Lynch, please come out of retirement. And yet you have a stellar Hall of Fame running back right here, of which his only visit was with the Seattle Seahawks. So I, um, if that's not a gut check, I, I don't know what is. Um, Chris, no, Arnold, that's deep, no, that's deep yeah, mode, though. I mean, I mean, you got to try. That's beast mode. That's beast mode. I mean, it's the only thing you really say about that. And then you know he still got a foul <laughs> in his mouth with the last. But but even you know even 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 with that. even even with that being B small and, and and I get it. And he's been eating Skittles and you know doing. He he's not in football shape right now. He is um uh, you know one of his guys that they are in camp right now. But he's just honestly not in football shape. But to ask somebody who walked away from the game 
and has done amazing things and has so much fun traveling the world to come back over a running a power running back who is ready to go. That's that's still that's that's a little bit of a gut check, and I don't you know it, it's no other way. There's no other way to put it. And like Chris Carter said in, in an interview, Chris remembers his days of being a Viking and his 11-year run, and he was like, when your time expires with the team, it just expires. And he played right. his last season in Miami, and he was like, yeah, okay, it's, it's a wrap. But at least he got picked up by Miami. I um, Some people want Adrian to kind of go to the Packers since the Packers no longer have Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy is now – on the West Coast, would he be a good fit? But the Packers have not chomped at the bit. The Giants, um, which was a team that he mentioned he would like to go to, which one of his blockers, Matt Khalil, ended up there. But um, no, not the Matt. Yeah, Matt Khalil did go there. Um, nobody is chomping at the bit, and that's like really hard when you know that you are going to be a stellar Hall of Famer. That that's that's got to be. I mean, we're look we're at U.S. Bank Stadium for a couple reasons, and his name will always be one of them. And in less than a season, you're almost like the forgotten player, and so that's 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 hard. And he's not the first player, and won't be the last player to go through this. But I am just really shocked, and I don't know if the negotiations are that he's just really asking for more money than than teams are willing to give, which seems like seems to be the case because you're going to sell tickets to a game with Adrian Peterson on your right. You just are. There are people who just love him and they will always love him. So you'll definitely have a stadium full of fans, but I'm just wondering if what he's asking for is just teams just don't see it as feasible. So he's, um, a lot of that would have to be, and it's just one of the things. Like you know, like you said, Chris Carter said, expressed it best. You know, his time just ran out there. Um, there does you do have those periods in in a player's career where you is you got to move on, and you may not want to, but you know, if if it comes time to, then it just comes time to, and you just have to make the best move you can in that moment. It's not easy, especially when you don't have a lot of offers on the table, or nobody's really saying, "Hey, we want you to come here, come here." Um, like you said, he's only visited Seattle. So that right there shows you that he wasn't really expecting to leave Minnesota. But like No, you he said, wasn't. You know, no, he, he wasn't. But realistically, right. $17, 18000000 no. You know, And that's what I'm saying. No. You know, so I agree with you where if it was about the team getting to – the Super Bowl next year and win the Super Bowl because it's going to be on our home turf. It's going to be right here. This is our stadium. Who else better to play in this to play in the Super Bowl than the home team whose stadium belongs to? We need to be here. Then I think if you say, like you said, I don't need 18 million, man. Y'all give me like 14, I'm cool. 14? You know, or something like I that. I can't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you want this bad well, boy fast and a jersey and one year? Like, No. No, there's no way. No, not with that way that O-line, that O-line protection, it got a little better toward the end of the season, but overall the protection from the O-line was not great. Um, they weren't even making consistent hold. Like, Jarek McKinnon had a problem. He was like, y'all going to shift the line? Like, what am I saying? I'm going to ride your back. I don't know what's happening. 
They definitely needed that. Um, and then they lost key players. I mean, they had to put their defensive ends and a couple of tackles back. So $18 million, and we have a complete team now. So it's no longer just simply the Adrian Peterson show. We have a whole team. There are household names now on this team, and we're trying to get them to play as a team, and we're trying to get them to a maturity level of how their chemistry works together as a team and how they can effectively go through this season because I have no idea what happened after um, the bye last season because they were on a roll. They want to regain that same momentum and keep it the entire season into the postseason. So you you got to lose a couple people. Plus they still have some draft um, some draftees to pick up. I just want to know what in the Sam Hill is going on with Laquan Treadwell. Who knows? I need to know. <laughs> He's doing his thing. I need to know. <laughs> He's doing what? He's doing his thing. Just hanging out. He, what thing is he doing? It, pretty much. That could have gave me $531,000. to do that. You, what, you just need a staple on the team to hang out? <laughs> Suit up? Yeah. <laughs> just call me Bobby. I'm just like, here. what? <laughs> like I really want to see Being from the Chicago area I've watched him as an athlete Both in basketball and football I want to see what that translates to On this field I'm I'm serious And, and my eyes are like wide open Like I'm Betty Boop right now And there are quite a few other um, Minnesota Vikings fans Who we we ready to what Do what's good Like I don't understand at least we get some productivity um, out of Trey, Trey Ways. I just need him to turn around. I, why are you running the turn, whole field the with the man you covering? Turn around, turn around and pick the ball every time. Like, you should hear we're in the stadium and everybody's like, oh, my God, if he doesn't turn around. And the turn one around. time he turns around, he picks the ball up. Guess how many other times you could have done it? It's like he in a race. It's like Trey Wayne's. It's like a little kid. Like, you want to race? You want to race? I can outrun you. No. What are you doing? Oh, my gosh. And every time it's dawned on him, oh, maybe I should turn around, he has picked somebody off. So I, I just want to see some more of that from Trey Wayne's. I, I just want to see. You know, good luck, Mackenzie Alexander. I don't you know. Mm. But, um, they have a solid team. The chemistry should be really, really good. It's a business. Um, they got to do what they got to do. So I'm going to give them a grade of like a B, maybe B minus. I can't even give them a B minus. Rick knows what he's doing. And when you actually look at the acquisition, yeah, it is what it is. Hopefully we go get somebody in the draft at him. I'm just going to say real quick, so far I think the Lions are absolutely dominating in the free agency uh, arena for the NFC. I just want to put that out there. They haven't picked nobody. They um, Well, they haven't really had to. We just had to right. just a part but, discussion you missed the, earlier. You yeah. know, if you look at it uh, from just an overall perspective, the Detroit Lions were the best team in the NFC North last year. Regardless of whether they wanted, you know, won the title or not, they were still the best and most consistent team in last year. Which, you know, they did, so they didn't have a lot of spots they needed to fill. They needed, they needed a – they really needed five, five primary spots, cornerback, wide receiver, running back, uh, linebacker, and a pass rusher. So they didn't really hit that. So, yeah, them had, 
is why you can say they're having the best free agency because they didn't have to fill a lot of stuff. Everybody else had to go get. It. <laughs> I don't know, but that doesn't make it the best free agency though. You know, I don't know. I mean, that's best as far as like you know. Overall, like the funniest free agency, you know, how I'm gonna be honest, out. is out of Oakland Raiders. I'm a, I'm gonna go. Like my family lives there. Yo, one of y'all got to call in because I don't know what's happening. But I just feel like they got to sign. Like you don't sign them, we'll take them. Like I don't. <laughs> what is going on? What is they like? We have money. Like literally, they like a used car salesman commercial. Don't go there. Come to us. Like I, I just, I really, I, that's my, that's my next blog because I can't, I, Lord, I need to know what's going on. I need to know what's going and on. If, 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 if Beast Mode is listening, I want to just tell him personally, we, we have a great city here. Um, we're actually in the process of rebuilding some things, so it's coming along nicely. I think you should come out, talk to us for a while. You should taste my vibe. <laughs> Food, so you want the, lions, the Lions the Lions did get a, an A minus of, of a grade because they, you know, um I think it's the offensive line that they've added to, if I'm not mistaken. Um mm-hmm. so because of their additions on the O line, they're like, Yeah, they made some pretty key pickups, but they haven't done much. Of course, you know, the Patriots were up there, the Patriots were out in free agency snatching souls. Like it was crazy. Like the first day all I heard was to the Patriots, to the Patriots, to the Patriots. I'm like, who, 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 how many more people y'all got? Right. That's too many people. Yeah, that right. was, yeah, that's <laughs> be, that should be, that should be, that should be outlawed. That should be outlawed. Oh, yeah, we're going to take him. We're going to let him go. We're going to take right. him. Wait, 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 wait. The, what? <laughs> it was all, it was like all Patriots, 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 Patriots. And then, then all of a sudden you hear they nothing just, else. They, so they just started taking everybody. Yeah, they was like, we took all like 53 people. Oh yeah, I can yeah. That was that's that's that should be all. The Patriots have become like gravity, like every, like you just go to them, like it's like a planet at this point. Because you think in most times, most of, most of the teams that win, most of the teams that win the Super Bowl, they usually end up getting like like really. Like I'm not gonna say lower tier, but you know, kind of close to bottom feeders because you're the champions. You know what I mean? Like these guys are. How do you win a Super Bowl and you still picking up like like quality? We even got the they draft here. Like, God knows that was crazy. Yeah, they signed um, um, Dante Hightower. Say they re-signed him. They signed Justin Coleman, which shut me out. Rex Burkhead, Lawrence Guy. I was like, just what is? They went down to Carolina, snatching people. They were just like. They were like thieves in the night. Like, if your door is open, we're taking them. I, 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 they need to be stopped. <laughs> I'm wrong. But, you know, Dub, they good. Like the leaves of doom, they need to be stopped. That's well. Um, I think Tampa Bay did pretty good. I thought Tampa, um, the Falcons got some key acquisitions. So we'll see how far the Falcons go. The Panthers did it too. The Panthers went. And try, they're trying to put their team back together. But I was wondering why, because they're going so high in the draft. I, I don't they know. They might. They're probably the they old people, though. Because, I, but they may be trading some of those. 
I wouldn't trade the, 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 the slot that they have right now. <laughs> no, I wouldn't trade that right has, now because they did really. I mean, they, they, they don't um, need a quarterback high, so the, the the position that they're sitting in, and they're, like, in the top ten. Like, why did you go get these people? What are they? Secondary-wise, but, you know, okay. Whatever. I just saw New England. Like, they were, like, 3 o'clock, free agency opens, and, like, for, like, <laughs> Man, like, I'm telling you. They had like ten people. I was like, "What is going?" On? <laughs> yeah, I got. I got like, teams. How, how is it that I got the teams first forty-five I look, minutes? It was all them. I looked at my phone really, and I had was, more notifications than I've ever had in my life. Was, all of them. Right. 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 I was looking at my like. I looked up. This? Breaking news. Breaking news. Patriots sign. Breaking news. Breaking this trade. Break. I was like, break. What the I'm hell? Right. I'm like, what is happening? Like, is anybody else making a decision right now? <laughs> I thought somebody in government got, like, blown up or something, like, because my phone just kept buzzing, 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 Patriots, Patriots. Every time I'm looking at Bill Belichick, Patriots, Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, what in the it was crazy. Are they just members of the team? And it, it would be funny because you would see that, and then you would be like, the Bears want Mike Glennon. Patriots, 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 pay all oh, the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> <Wait. Right. laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> What is really going on? And so now the end of free agency, the Raiders are like, we'll just take anybody that they didn't take. <laughs> you go to the paper. Like, like, yeah, you know, I think they, they, I think they so tired of with coast, this whole thing and trying to, 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 try to figure that out. And, you know, the whole movement, all are... oh, that crap, you know, that they're just like, ah, oh, well, we missed the whole free agency thing. Whoops. Just, hey, man, come on down. We'll try you out, that's what's crazy. That's how negotiations start out. Hello, yeah, this is uh, Tom uh, Jones. Just a quick question. Uh, have you talked to the Patriots? Okay, we can continue. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, Okay, cool. Stay call. Don't answer any calls. I'm going to put you on a plane. I need you to be here by um, 543 in the morning. We got some things you know, for you. We can hurry up no, and get no, this don't in. Don't worry about anything that Bilitech says. Let me talk to you first. Right, But right, clearly, right. all the players that the Raiders picked up, Bill Belichick was clearly like, I don't want them anyway. I don't need them. What are going to do with him? Let that run a kickback. We passed. <laughs> like, I, don't cool. want, I don't want them. He might have looked at Jerry Cook, but, you know, Jerry went on over there with the rest of them. So we're going to do that. I'm going to investigate the Raiders. There's something going down. Because most of them got, like, one- and two-year contracts. What y'all trying to do? Yeah, Are you saying you that your division is crap and you think you're going to take the division? Hmm. One year I'm investigating deal. them. One-year deal? Well, people. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you know, can't. It's not money, Raiders, they saw one it's, it's, you know, they one side. You're man. right. You know, I mean, it's it 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 could be. I mean, you could you could apply the money ball theory to it, um, though we've only seen that work really once in um, baseball history, where they where that worked. Um, football is a little bit more different. You really can't play the money ball game with football because it's so violent, and you don't know when somebody will get hurt. <laughs> yeah, so you can't yeah. do that. You know, that's that's, that's the best way with that, but. Well, I'm like you, like you know, y'all talking about, hey man, you know, did they? I don't know. Elkin wanted to wait until the dust settled and just pick out. Well, shoot, they ain't pick him up, so we'll get him. Yeah, he'll work out. They out here. I just know the Patriots opened free agency snatching souls. They didn't give me nothing. 
a chance to close the door. Like teams were like, hey, I want to talk to you. Nope, you're going to the Patriots. Well, what about this? Week? All right, see you. Send me a jersey. Okay, and how about you? No? No? Okay. We already right. talked to them last night. Sorry. <laughs> right. They text like, me. No, for real. They text yeah, me. I can imagine. I'm done. I can imagine. Can you imagine, like, dude, voicemails, text messages, emails. Can you imagine they free agency chilly, day? They was like, hey. You know, hey, I don't know. That might have worked for me, though. <laughs> I'll just be If they would have sent the cheerleaders. <laughs> they said the cheerleader. I might have been like, you know what? Turn around. All right. As long as I can look across there and see you do a backflip, I'm good. You know, I was speaking of, of course, for as if well, I was they a kid. Well, they sent her to a couple other places, too. No, well, she lawyer. worked out, She's obviously. Literally what it was is people getting their phone call and hearing, Brr, yeah, thank you for calling Craig. Yeah, hey, I already talked to Bill Belichick, so if you call him and try to change our mind, please press 1. <laughs> Other than that, have a good and, day. And, and, and the Raiders, was, the Raiders probably were doing it. I was, they went. I was like, okay, we're just gonna keep going. I don't even care. Um, so moving along. Um, here's a question that I, I put up on Twitter. So if you guys follow Football Fan Rush Twitter, it is a poll right now, and this is the question: Do fans want Thursday night football games to go away? What yeah. do you two think? All right. Well, there's yeah. I think uh, well, you only, I, I mean, you only, you're only really playing one extra game on Sunday if you do it. So what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is I don't think enough recovery. people watch Thursday night football. Recovery. Well, I think yeah. that the matchups have been absolutely horrid, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know, know it, yeah, and that's, that's, like, that's the reason like, why. Thursday, that's right. That like, right there Thursday is why. It'd be like Ain't the Patriots against the Texans. Are y'all serious? <laughs> what? Right. Yeah, that's the reason why the Thursday games are. Uh, you know, I'll have no allure. Yeah, you know, so I mean, what if they even... change? What if they had better matchups? I do know now. When it comes to the players, the players are like the recovery to come off a game on Sunday. They get a mini buy because of it, but they just came off of a game on Sunday. Well, well, you come off a game on Sunday, and I mean, it's we can all agree it's there's, there's a huge difference between playing, you know, other sports that have a back-to-back schedule like that, like basketball and, and baseball, for example. Um, football, when you put a you play a game on Sunday, and then you got to come back and play a game on Thursday. You know, I wish you that's may a have lot to fly to. Right. So, you know, so if you got to fly to, that means you're probably leaving Wednesday night, most likely. You know, or depending on where it is, you're probably leaving Wednesday during the day. So you can get there, you get to, you get settled in. So you really had you, you really don't even have time to recover. You got Sunday off the field, Monday meetings, you know, game prep for the next game, Tuesday practice, Wednesday you on the plane, you get there, you got Wednesday night practice, Thursday you got pregame in the morning, blah, 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 and then you got the game in the afternoon and the evening and stuff, and then you back. Do you have have no time to recover from getting your butt whooped on Sunday? Just none. So I think it's it makes more sense to have, if you're going to do anything, do it on Saturday. Yeah. Well, well, that's college football. No. But then, but then, yeah, but then, but, but, no but that's way. but see that's when you run to the college football thing. So, 
you know, it's either that or you got to just add it, put it back, add an extra game Sunday morning or something, just have an earlier game. For a later you know, game, I mean, where, where, like, there's no where you can that's, do that. I mean, there's, a, I know that's the problem. There's time schedule wise, it doesn't really allow for it. Why don't they just add a day? You know, like we can have Monday through Sunday and then NFL day, and then we can start back at Monday again. I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you definitely know that so it's stupid. going down simply because um, it's a monetary thing. Definitely a monitor. Yeah, well, thing, but. I, I, of course. Especially, you know, they've got the um, contract with Twitter to broadcast games on Thursday nights, too. You know, so I think, and which I believe was a, was a, that was a smart social media idea and a cool plan so you can get people to watch it on, on the platform. However, like you said, if you don't have great matchups, man, I'm not really watching it. You know, I can do, I can, you know, there are a bunch I, of people who would rather watch Scandal, um, you know. Than, I can't than, say that I haven't them. fallen asleep. Definitely, I, I see, do, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, because some of them are just complete massacres, and I've just been like, well, you know, okay, so. so. If it was a, thir- if it's, if their Thursday night schedule was something that actually made sense and made me want to watch it, you know, then I could watch football three nights a week, NFL. Sunday, Monday night, and Thursday night. If your Thursday night game was like your Monday night game, you know, and not just you trying to fill a spot or, you know, a scheduled spot, we're going to throw this game over here. It ain't that – your best game should be, should, you know, you got to spread that stuff out sometime during the week. Nobody wants – like you, I don't want to fall asleep. I fall asleep enough watching the Bears play. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Well, on some of their games, I fall asleep watching them play because it's just that bad, you know. Um, but you you have to look at it from the standpoint, like you said, it is a money thing. And for me, if they want to make it worth the fans' worthwhile, the NFL needs to have better matchups, man. I don't want to see somebody who wants to see like, um, like you mentioned, New England and Tampa Bay play. We already know that's probably going to be a slot. Nah, this year I might want to see New England and Tampa Bay play. Come on, Jameis. This year, yeah. <laughs> Jackson, this I might want to yeah. see that this year. But, I you mean. Know. But, you know, in the past, nobody really want to, you know, you want to see something, you want to watch the competitive games. I mean, not all games are going to be competitive because not all games, not all teams are created equal. Um, we are we do understand that, but I'm like you. I, I would definitely have it would have to have a little bit more incentive or or something for me to want to watch it because I don't always want to watch Thursday night football. I watch it when like the Bears play Detroit or you know we got those type of matchups, but those they're so far and few between during the regular season. It's like what's the point? You know, if if that's your team, then obviously you're gonna watch them, but. If you if you're a football fan, you're looking for something else to watch other than scandal and all the other stuff that comes on Thursday, and it, and again, a team two teams playing is are you know either suck or one's just uh, it's going to be a slaughter. Nobody's going to watch that guy. <clears throat> what's what's the point? I can be entertained twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> so I know. got an Xbox now, so yeah. You know, see, there you I'm, go. There's plenty of things I can do. Oh, <laughs> well. Now, do you guys have an issue with the international games? Because now they, of course, they've expanded on the games that they play in London and, you know, they're in Mexico as well. Does that bother you? I I do, because those games typically suck too. Like the 
No, they, I, no, no. The 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 um uh who was it? Was it the Jets or whatever? When it ended in a tie, oh my god, they they were not gonna lose. Like nobody, but the game was so funny. They were like, no, no, you run one back, we run one back. Like no, and it, no, I will not lose. It has to end in a tie. It was so funny though. It was one of the most entertaining games that I have honestly watched next to this past Super Bowl. Yeah, that's 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 absolutely I feel I'm trying to reach out to, to Europe for a football team. I feel that concept. I just think it, I think they get into a place where it's going to be problematic, mostly because of the time zone differences and that kind of stuff. And then I, I kind of honestly feel some kind of way about that. For the most part, Europe has a football game. Actually, the NFL derived from that. Y'all got y'all thing? What is that about thing? Let's just. It's not so much a thing. Well, the thing is, like, they're not trying to. The expansion is not from the European side, though they want the sport. Um, I think, from what I've read, the biggest problem that they have is when we take teams over there, we're sending our own players over there instead of what we should be doing is pulling some of their people. You know the 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 citizens from Europe or whatever these teams are, and putting them on the team, so that way you can actually spread the culture of the game. Because that's how that's put well, it there. To be honest, it, it it's, it's not it's it's not a bad culture. Um, my friend is going to the Miami game. Of course, I'll be over there for the Vikings game. But she's going to the Miami game, and since they have a date, she said the minute the mm. date officially popped up for the two games that are at, that are at Wembley Stadium, because we're still waiting on the the two games that will be at Twickenham Stadium, of which the Vikings and the um, Browns are one. She said when that date went up, had she not had tickets, in three hours she wouldn't have been able to get a ticket. Wow. Everyone that's gone, I know I know it's hard on the players. Um, the time change is, is brutal. But the fans, they were like, these fans actually come out. Like it's something that they – it's, yeah, it's they, like they want to be involved in it. They they yeah, want they, they definitely, come. They definitely have the love for it. You know, I was speaking on the part of it was an article I was reading. I can't remember how long ago it was, <clears throat> but a lot. The article was speaking to the fact of you know them drafting Europeans, you know, there to play as part of the team is what I was saying. Um, I don't and, think and that's having like that possible though. That's not what well, see. I don't possible. know. Like the team is in well, place. The team is in. They can't do that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how that. But here's here's the crazy thing. Um, Ladies football is over there. Ladies official tackle football, like you know, beat her up and take her weed. Mm -hmm. Football is over there, and it's actually doing good. It's in quite a few countries. So I don't know, and I know the NFL is looking to figure out how to capitalize on it. Of course. And the only thing, the only thing that I'm thinking is they'd have to put two divisions over there. Put eight teams over there and let them play a whole full season and maybe I'm trying to figure out how this will work because we have the NFC and the AFC. Because I was like, maybe, like, oh, well, you know what? So you yeah, one division will be part of the AFC and one division will be part of the NFC. And there might one day actually be, like, if they put two divisions over, over there, one in the AFC with four teams, all over Europe and, you know, another AFC, four teams all over Europe. And um, it might get down to a point where a Super Bowl might actually end up being at Wembley or Twickenham Stadium because 
the top AFC team might be the London Penny Snatchers or something, whatever. They, I don't know. Right. And, see, and, but, then, and then it comes down to that. Then then you can actually call it a world championship. A world championship, you really could. Or you know, they'd have to come like, here with that would sell out everything. Not necessarily. I mean, because you would still have, like, I mean, just involving Europe. I think most of they're trying to get Europe involved. You still got other countries. So, technically, it still wouldn't be, like, a world championship, I don't think. And it, I think we tried the whole conversion. Because if, 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 they, if they look at, if they follow the lines of LFL football, they are in whole countries. Like, they're in Seoul, and they're, and they actually, they travel into Mexico. Like, they're playing each other for real. Yeah, they're that's not true. Other. So... They're traveling the country and, and playing, but you have fans. When you look at the amount of fans, when you look at their fan base, like the fan base for NFL American football in Mexico is ridiculous. They go down to Mexico and straight rack up. And it's probably because they have so many relatives that are here in the States that are fans of teams, and so they just trickle right. down and they there. But in Mexico, it, it's like killing. Like I would never pull out of Mexico. You know, they got just go over the wall or something that's going to be there. But whatever it is, they <laughs> really, really good. Oh, yeah. It's coming. Mexico did really, really good. So. Yeah, and we yeah. all paying for it. I think it's time for me to move to a different country so I don't have to. You paying for that division for what? Passport. It don't mind. I see. The Bears might pay for it. Huh? I can go in the U.N. and have sea and crumpets. <laughs> The, the Bears might pay for it. I mean, they doing nothing else. They might as well pay for it. Well, you know, shit. They got to figure out what to do with their money. I oh, know. I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> well. I heard you with your low blow self. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Little side, little side pop. Real quick, real quick. <laughs> Uh-huh. So while we are here, I don't know if you guys are March Madness fans. I am. I was happy to see Florida knock off Virginia. And I got some Virginia people who wanted to at me all night about it. You can at what you want to do. Y'all lost. How about it? So all my people in Richmond and Martinsville and Newport News and Hampton that felt you needed to personally attack me, just welcome your team back home and have a nice day. Dang. But yeah, I ain't going. Don't play with me, on welcome Florida. Back, I'll, I'll welcome do this. Back, That's what I should have been playing. <laughs> but um, with tears. <laughs> so you know, I'm all into this. I made a bracket. I'm still doing good. I am still doing nah, good. I, the I only way done. I want to do good is if Baylor hurt my feelings. Yeah, I haven't done a bracket. I don't really. You know, I like. I, said, I don't even really follow but fat, um, basketball. I'm not talking right right now. Basketball during the NBA season, let alone during college, and I don't even know why that is anymore. I, I think it's just hmm, over over the years for me growing up. You know, I'm used to the the, the hard knock era of basketball. Uh, these past few years, everybody's been like. A lot of whiners and crying and stuff, so I really can't get into it. Well, in the NBA, uh, college is still – they're still balling. Well, college, yeah, balling. college still ball like that, so I can still watch that. I just don't watch it as much as I used to, uh, you know, in the past. And really because I'm at work most time with his own, so I really don't have time to watch it. <laughs> but I know that one of my friends – my cousin put up yesterday, his bracket was making him feel like a guru. He said, I'm feeling kind of guru-ish. I don't know about this. I'm only down on, I, I, he only had three people, that three teams on his entire bracket they lost so far. 
So he's doing pretty well. You know. Yeah, I, um, I'm going uh, really looking well for fantasy well. football next year. I think I'm going to actually go ahead and I may even get into a money league just to see, you know, get into a money pool and pull some money in. And I, I'm feeling I'm feeling confident next year. <laughs> and, my, and you know what's crazy, Mike? You the one to, to actually fill out the bracket and be like, hey, uh, I want to make an announcement. I won $20,000 by accident by filling out a bracket. Just I sure would. <laughs> I sure would. I would be that guy. to be like, man, so, you know, I just filled it out just like, hey, I'm going to throw some stuff on here, and I won. So what do you know about that? I think I'm going to randomly do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can randomly win it again. But, I mean, you know, yeah, I think I'm looking, I'm looking forward to free agency. Uh, not free agency, but to – fantasy football next year and, and getting it on uh, in the league and, and seeing what I could do. I didn't do as well as I did this year. I think I got a third overall um, versus the first year where I won the whole thing. So, yeah, I got something to prove this year. Definitely. Definitely going to be able to prove some things. <laughs> I feel like this, I feel like this offseason is going incredibly fast. I'm not really sure what's going on with that. Um, and I also want to bring some – yeah, it feels like good, it's like it feel like it. It, yeah, it's it. going by incredibly fast. And I also want to bring to the attention that I, I spoke about Johnny Manziel initially. Looks like he's going to come back to the NFL. I'm still holding on to that prediction. I think he'll be signed and ready to go this season. That's my prediction. I'm sticking to it. Well, yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing, and I and I, hmm. I'll take your prediction, but but I'll raise you whether or not he's going to stay on the team. Oh well, mm, be safe. Be safe. <laughs> I'll raise you whether or not he's going to stay on the team and stay out of trouble. Mm. You know, you know what uh, would be heartbreaking. So let's let's. So while that being ironic, and we're talking about ironic scenarios in the NFL, nobody chuckle when I say this. How bad would it be? It'd be good for me. If the Vikings made it to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl without Adrian Peterson, which is what this man has wanted his whole career. Oh, oh, that's their focus. But you know, I talk to them. That's their. I mean, that's like a major focus. Like they are non-joking. And the person that I mean, but here's the thing, though. Like, can you like really be mad at him? I mean, let's, no, let's, I, let's, yeah, I'm mad at him. Let's yes. be. Yes. I'm not, yes. not, not yes. mad at him. Yes. I said mad at them. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely I'm mad, mad at him. him I get though. it. I understand Sometimes. why you're mad at him. You know, because, yeah. yeah. like you said, Thank you got to put your ego to side for the greater good. So now they're like, well, Could you please? Screw you will do it without you then. You know, so now you, you made it more. You've given them more. To, to, Thank you. Ten years there. You couldn't hold out and just be like, well, man, just give me five. I'm good. Brian, just give me like four million uh, a year in Nigeria. You know, I'm, I'm cool. telling you, we're going to get there. And, we, and let's get there. Let's win this thing. And then after that, I'm straight. Because it's not like he needed $18 million. Cause let's be for real. Adrian Peterson does not need $18 million. You know, I'm yes, it makes, for a comfortable, it makes for a comfortable lifestyle and makes His a lot of things. His life is very possible. comfortable. But your, but your life is already, right, right, right. That's my thing. That's where I'm going. Like, your life's already comfortable. So for the greater good of the team and for the greater good of the goal and for you to actually get a ring after 10 years of being in this league on the team that you say you want to be on, you couldn't just save $5 million and just say, hey, let's go do it. Because now they're going to make it a point to win it without you. And if they go and win it without you, then what does that say? 
Did they really talk about her feelings? Her feelings. He won't. Her feelings hey, everywhere. Man, he won't. He won't. He won't even have a point. He can't. Why? Why would he? He can't, he's not in a position where his feelings could be hurt anymore. He screwed that up. He is. His feelings are hurt. Way hey, well. <laughs> you know what they normally say: pride comes before the, law, the, the hard fall. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I feel I'll be hurt too. Well, I thought you wanted me. Yeah, well, you know, man. I'm what we sure decided they would have loved so to sorry. have him, but there's yes. other thing. It's a team. It's 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 an actual team, and there were and that's some key team positions that had to be filled. Right. So I mean, it's it's not. And like I said before, I mean, it's not a knock against Adrian Peterson or what he's done in his career so far at Minnesota. It just means that now it's time for him to go somewhere else and continue. You know, how successful he's going to be there is going to depend on how healthy he can be. Obviously, he didn't play last season, so, you know, we're still looking at that too. And I'm pretty sure Minnesota took that into consideration, uh, you know, as far as that, like they've done over the past three years since he first initially got hurt. You know, that's the first fumble. time he came I think, back. I think I, I, I'm going to I think his fumble. It. I guarantee Yeah, it did it. That did I it. I think it did it. That did it. Because they're like, wait a minute, you're reverting back to old stuff. I was sitting right there. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's I think that did if it. If there would be anything that put, it in, put a nail in the coffin, it was the fumble. Was you know, we word. get you down here, you get down there, and you fumble, you fumble the ball. So... That's some stuff you would have did when you first got in the league, man. No, we can't take that chance. So, you know, it's it's just all business. Some of this stuff is personal, even though you probably take it that way because it affects your personal life. But it, it it is a business. You know, these they do sign contracts, and you have to keep that in consideration that when you're talking about money in your career, you have to sometimes make a decision that's based upon your career, not based upon the money. You know, and – It'll be well, interesting not. to see where think, he lands. Do you think that um, they should bring Anquan Bolden back? No. I've been against that since, since the beginning of the season. No. No. Nope. Completely against it. Use it for trade. Why are you against it? Um, not really amped up on his performance. To be honest. Not I really was. I was looking at some stats and looking at the bailout. He I mean, was well, well, I was. Well, he was. Well, a, I mean, I mean, under, 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 well, undeniably, there were there were flashes there, but like consistency, that's a big thing with me. Um, if you are a consistent average player, I would say yeah. But having like three or four good games out of an entire season, that's he not. He had more than three or four good games. Well, you know, are you talking about him games, or Golden he, Tate? Because clearly, you sound you, like Golden Tate. I think Tate. you're getting them mixed up. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think you got them mixed up. Tate needs to go back to Seattle. Tate needs to go back to Seattle quickly. That's that's his system. He needs to get there. Yeah, as far as we sure as possible. He's done absolutely nothing production-wise with the Lions, and everybody said last year was going to be his breakout year. Seeing as how Calvin was gone, I mean, if by breakout you mean terrible, then yes, he fulfills that. He definitely <laughs> step in those shoes and walk highly. He broke out like a pimple. <laughs> <laughs> He's a no do nothing, do nothinger. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sold on on Antoine though. I mean, I'm not saying like he's like Fred. I mean, well, if you look at I, it from I the think, standpoint that well, he was a top receiver. You know, I, I mean, that's not saying much. Like I said before, you know, they do need a receiver. They need somebody with speed. They don't have anybody that's a deep threat. So, if you take into consideration that part of it, you know, I would bring him back and then draft a, uh, a speedy receiver. But here's the problem. 
you look at the combine, based off of the combine, the wide receiver pool is very dismal on speed. Yeah. Oh, true. it was terrible. Oh, it was. You it know, was so oh. you only have like I when think the cornerbacks three or four players. Right, you only have three or four players that are running like you know four sub four two. Everybody else is at like four five four six, maybe a high four four. And me and you know me and Cass was watching that. We was on the phone like, dude, do you see this? <laughs> what is this? I was like, he want a do over. He wasn't ready. <laughs> like he like, needs man, some my, milk. I, I know turtles who run faster. Let's, let's be for like, real. What? You know you Happen. you out there as a. I how, had to how are you at my as a, as a like, wide receiver running four? I mean, and I and, and don't no. and don't get it wrong. You can be a four or five, four or four guy, you know, and and, and still and have this and like be deceptively four quick. Four sevens and four nines. You know, there were a couple five ones, but, and I was like, man, oh wait was, a minute, it was bad. Hold on, I, it was horrible. What they feed y'all? I was like, I I really can't even do the wide receivers today. They just they it, it was uh it was bad. I was so happy to see really really bad. You know, yeah, so, it was a, but but the only it, way they're gonna feel that they have to do they're gonna have to do that in a trade, you know, to, to go get that because like I said, the pool's not that deep as far as speed goes. But uh, I think they gonna have do somebody, use him, yeah. you use him now for trade leverage. That's what I would do. And I'm not saying Anton Bowden's a bad guy. I'm just saying Anquan is a free agent. What you mean use him for trade? He just made a decision well, to retire. Yeah, like that's he's true. just chilling. That's true. That's true. I don't. I don't know. We we definitely need some help with in the receiver. I'm glad they built up the O line, <clears throat> so that's really good. Yeah. We don't we? Yeah, we're still lacking in receivers though. I mean now, now it's like it's like a new problem that has popped up. Now we don't have to worry about Matthew Stafford getting hit, but who's he gonna throw the ball to? Golden Tate. Right. He might get it. He might not get it. Let's find out together. Surprise. There's no running game. Um, so we solved one problem and trading trading them in for like another two. So they still got some work. Hopefully they figure it out during the free agency. But as it stands, at least we know Matthew Stafford will probably only get sacked half as much as he did this year. That's a step forward. Yeah, I mean that's what one thing that they were doing was you know shoring up the O line because they definitely need to. But mm-hmm. you know they're going to have to also go and grab a running back, uh, you know, to to balance that out. Uh, yeah. Like we said earlier in the show, that if you look at it, they they were clearly one the best team in the NFC North as far as being consistent um, outside of not winning the you know the championship, of course, and, and going beyond that point. <laughs> but but I mean, but that but I say that to say that it's that's not indicative of how their season really was, you know, and the improvement they made. So. And like I said, I gave them a B minus on their free agency because I feel they're only a few, you know, a few players away from having exactly what they need to be to improve on where they, you know, where they were this season. And who knows? Perhaps one day soon we'll actually see Detroit the dog on the Super Bowl if they can get their stuff together. As long it as will it's be in exciting. Atlanta and Miami, like them play it, you know. Long day next year. You good? No. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. But I, I, as far as the Anquan Bowden thing goes, I I, I kind of understand what you're saying that, but I think it right now with him being really their only um, strong wide receiver to go to, until they 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 have to they're either gonna have to let Golden Tate go and get somebody to compliment, 
you know, that or they're gonna figure out how to, they gotta figure out a couple of ways to make that work. Because they don't have like I said, they don't have a deep threat. They don't have the Calvin Johnson anymore. They don't have Megatron going down there and you gotta worry about whether or not he can get behind you. They don't have that. You know, so the best they can do right now is just stretch you. You know, width wise, but they can't go deep and that's what they need to be able to do. So um if he if they let him go for that purpose then I can see that happening. But if they can't find somebody, man, that best bet is to to keep him and then, you know, compliment him with some other people that actually have that are probably a little bit faster. Maybe not deep threats, but that can definitely get, you know, get down the field on 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 some guys. Well, you know, I I made my pitch to beast mode. Hopefully you heard me. Hopefully he's out there somewhere. <laughs> um, you're not. Well, let me let me let me tell you now. Obviously, you're not talking as loud as the Raiders are because they are on it. They are on it. You got to get loud. I don't man. think he's gonna come out of retirement, man. I do. I don't think so. I do. I do. I think uh, he is. I mean, for the right for the right deal, he probably will. You know, he don't need no money. He don't even know. I know he don't need the money, but still. It's I mean, yeah, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't, you got to give me a play, reason. Yeah, he ain't going to play mean, for a pair if of shoes I was, and a new car. No, no, he ain't that. He ain't come out. I mean, he's not coming out to play for the Bears or anything like that. You can definitely see that not happening. <laughs> no, because they don't. They're not going to give him no money. No, they're going to no, be like, "You had a really nice it. facility, and you're off the lake, but I don't know about that that's money it, part." You know. So uh, it'll be interesting if he does and see where he lands. And but I would believe that he's probably going to want to go to somebody to a to a contender right away. Um, if that's the case, I would. I wouldn't want to. I don't know. It's, it's back, something going on. It's something going on in in Oakland. I I want to know what it is. I'm going out there. You know, what will make me not watch football next. You know, what will make me not watch football next year. What's that? Him coming out of him him coming out of retirement. And going to New England, I'm not watching the season. Oh, that was pointless. Yeah, I wouldn't pointless. watch either. I, yeah, <laughs> it would be a waste of time at that point. Like, really, 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 no, really. No, I wouldn't really. even support nah. none of that. I would, I would like, I'm like, not watch. Nah. I wouldn't no, watch. I can't even game. watch y'all. That's so unfair. That's <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would. That was I would start a petition on change.org to change the NFL to the PFL, the Patriots Football League. I will give you my address. (laughs) I will give you my email address. Do you need money? Do you need a donation to, like, no. No. I would go outside and throw my 12 speed through the window. I have to fix the window. Mm -hmm. I just would have to voice my anger. So, with that being said, I love the Nas. We love having Nas. Nas is the official. There's only one more diehard Lions fan that I know, and she won't be calling in until the season starts because I need her when the season starts. So I'm going to love having both of you guys on the show because that's going to be so funny. But, with us today and tell everybody what you have going on. You actually have a show now, Life and Shit Radio, so tell everybody where they can follow that and the show that you have coming up, the political show. Uh, Life and Shit Radio is actually on Blog Talk. We come on every Friday, uh, host Danny and BP. Uh, we talk about a little bit of everything, cocaine, visits to Trump, to whatever you want to talk about. It's kind of like a free-for-all show. 
Um, the political show is kind of in the works so far. Um, I would say maybe up and running within the next month or two. So I'm still working on names and development and stuff and stuff like that. But it'll be kind of urbanized like for people who claim to know about politics. We're actually going to give them an education in it, and we're going to do it from the urban viewpoint. So that's what that is. We're also on Twitter, Life and Shit, S-H-Y-T, radio, and the show's on, as I said, Friday's blog talk. So there it is. That's a great show. You guys have to be in. It's so much fun. It's so real. You get a chance to call in. Do call in. They talk about, you know, pretty much everything. Like we said, it's life and shit. So (laughs) you can imagine exactly what that covers. Um, So I would definitely encourage you all when you have a moment to give them a call when they're on the level. You know, and voice your opinion, talk to it, all that stuff, you know. Join the, join the, join the conversation because we can't t- make changes without having conversations and we can't change viewpoints without people talking. You know, we can't educate each other without those, without that either. So the best thing we can do is, you know, get on these platforms that we have and use them to communicate with each other and find out how, you know, how we all see the world and how ways we can make it better for everybody because we all got to live here until this mug decide what it's going to do in the end, if there is such a thing, because we don't know that either. All right. Now. <laughs> you have now been spiritually awakened. Yes, you so there are. There it is. And uh, on the musical end, real quick, um, our shouts, our condolences go out to the family of um, rock and roll legend, uh, pioneer Chuck Berry. He died at the age of 90. Definitely. Uh, we definitely want to uh, send our condolences to his family. Um, definitely one of my idols, musical idols. Um, very skilled in what he did, like I said, pioneer and the way that we and then the guitar and just performance and everything. So um to his family we send you our love, love and light and peace and we um you know hope you all can uh you know just get band together and be there for each other during this time. So with that said, we are going to sign off. Uh it's been a great couple of hours. We haven't done this in a while. Um, I know. You know, just talking about football and having a conversation. Too bad no games are on today. We got to wait till August still. Boo. But, hey, we can still talk football. It is off season. Things are still going to well, be happening. we have the draft um, coming up. We've got OTA. Yep. Still a few more acquisitions that are going to go down. Yep, yep, and yep. And probably a couple people who like are not going to make policy so. Oh, well, you know, that's going to be interesting, mm, too. That's going to um, Man, well, you know, it's off season. Everybody doing their thing. So hopefully, if you doing your thing, clean up your thing. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't know if that came out right. <laughs> it really did, right? <laughs> oh boy! But you should be cleaning up your. Hey, look, man, you should be cleaning yourself anyway. Let's just keep that real. Hygiene is very important. Some people are very nasty. I'm just saying, they're, I'm, man. They're extremely factual. That is extremely man. I'm just telling well, you can so, always hang out with you know, us on Twitter, Football Fan Rush. Follow us, indeed. Hang out with us, tons of polls. Tell us anything. We are all about the NFC North and all about anything controversial football. Football wise, yeah, you can also, you can follow, also us follow us on, on Facebook. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> football Fan Rush Radio. <laughs> Sometimes we hang out at Football Fan Rush on Google Plus. We never, ever falter from Twitter. We're always there live and direct with all of the breaking news from all four teams in the NFC North and probably something funny that we laughed at that we 
probably shouldn't have. Um, another RIP is going to go out to one of my favorites. Enjoyed watching her, um, the family of Auntie T. I'm so sorry that she did not pull through from um, going into cardiac arrest the other day. So definitely from the Football Fan Rush family, condolences go out to you. And I lost, since I have been listening to the Vikings since I was a little girl, I had no choice. I, I could only listen to three teams when I was little, and it was the Minnesota Vikings, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Chicago Bears. And so I was a very barren little child. But um, definitely one of the biggest announcers, one of the voices of the Minnesota Vikings also passed away recently this week. So our condolences also go out to him and his family as well. So on a lighter note, we're ending with one of the best songs ever in the history of football ever, kind of, something, depends on how old you are. If you're not old enough and have not seen this movie, you need to go somewhere and find the and movie Wildcat and watch it. It will be the funniest experience ever. Y'all have a great week. Wildcat. I say they call me too main, the ebony lover. I validate the theory when I'm under the cover. Mr. Sporking, meddling diamond ring. Football. My name's Tarula, 